This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Mike, you're sticking around to give us the dirt alert. Thank you so much. Not a problem at all. Unfortunately, I wish it was better news. Uh, A lot of not awesome news coming out these last couple of hours, but we'll start things off with Tatiana Petit as the Vogue model has passed away at the age of 56. Now, you young people won't remember, but she was like back in the day, she was a supermodel. She was in, I think, that Freedom video. George Gorgeous. Michael's freedom Gorgeous. video. Yeah. And what, she gets to have some kind of cancer? I'm not. They didn't they say didn't the say. cause of death here at this point. Oh. Uh, she is considered one of the original supermodels, yes. obviously huge through the 80s and 90s. I did a ton of research uh, here just kind of looking up some of her backstory and, and things. And one of the representatives claimed, or talked about her after uh, this news broke, and she said she was far less visible than her peers. She yeah. was more mysterious, more grown up, more unattainable, and that had its own appeal to it. Yeah. Well, she definitely didn't model at all anymore, left the business completely. But yeah, I can picture, uh, I, I, I can picture her. Yep, what she looked like and she because she had such a pretty name and, and she was in you know with Cindy Crawford yes. and it was that era Christy Turkington they were all yeah mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell all those that were in again that George Michael Freedom video mm-hmm. there yeah. were five of them but uh, 56 yeah yeah. Oh, gosh. yeah we think it's like cancer I know yeah. it's so young okay what else you got for us um, again I wish I was turning this around but two time Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Jeff Beck has uh, passed away at the age of 78 what of he gu- just was on tour with <sighs> Johnny Depp. Unbelievable. I know. One of the uh, guitar masters and uh, known for his innovation. Also uh, uh, considered one of the more unpredictable uh, guitarists of the 60s. And uh, he was uh, rose to prominence with the Yardbirds as a replacement to Eric Clapton, of course. But uh, yeah, just terrible news. What happened? Uh, it sounds like uh, it just said the family is uh, super, super uh, sad. And uh, No, and here. I've got it. You've got he the, suddenly the... contracted bacterial meningitis. Oh, my. Okay. Wow. And that's what he died of. Unreal. Oh, my. Because Jeff terrible. Beck, I mean, he was like, I, okay, I know people love his guitar playing and everything, but I always admired his commitment to keeping his hair really good and dark and being <laughs> kind of rock God to the, you know, with their sure. dyed hair. And yeah, no, you appreciate that. I Somebody, appreciate John uh, Fogarty yes. dyes his hair. You know, As Mick a, has like, we, does, but, you know, Jeff was unapologetically <laughs> the color his hair was in his 20s. Mike, we went to a concert. I won't say who the artist was. Okay. But uh, Lori was very verbal about her being upset that <laughs> that person did not step up their hair game. Hair game. For um, my rockers. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep that look that you're Gotta keep for. that look. And he was like, I mean, 
Oh, Johnny Depp and his family. I mean, Depp has been touring with him. Yeah, you brought that up. He just completed that tour and uh, that's supporting uh, album or the the album for Johnny Depp. And he's received uh, Beck has seven Grammys for his uh, instrumental performances. Oh my gosh! And uh, again, two time Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Once with the Yardbirds and then once on his uh, own. So, oh wow! This just... is he, this is unbelievable. Um, does Rod Stewart? Wouldn't he know Jeff Beck? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. he would know that because. Uh, I mean, how do you contract bacterial meningitis, Brittany? Well, that's what's weird. I mean, if it's caught early, it's, you know, meningitis is one of those things where it's not, I mean, you hear about it sometimes in places where people live closer or young kids and there's, and there are vaccines. Okay. Um, I guess it depends. He's 78 and maybe, well, here's, I mean, Mick Jagger just 10 minutes ago. With the death of Jeff Beck, we've lost a wonderful man and one of the greatest guitar players in the world. We all miss him wow. so much. Ronnie Wood. Now Jeff is gone. I feel like one of my band of brothers has left this world and I'm going to dearly miss him. Um, I want to thank him for our early days together in the Jeff Beck group, Conquering America. So, I mean, it is rock and roll is coming out to pay tribute. Gene Simmons, Rod Stewart, um, because uh, he took him and Ronnie Wood to the U.S. Wow. Yeah, and you know, Ron Stewart just buried his two brothers. They yeah. died within a day apart. Jeez. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I just, you don't... Yeah, I, I love that Jeff Beck and his damn dark hair and just <laughs> his, oh, he's such a good rocker. Yes, again, passing away at the age of uh, 78. So mm-hmm. I'll try to turn this around a, a little bit, although I don't know if Scientology is the greatest way to turn it around. <laughs> well, it yes, it is, because but, it was in the news it, last night. It was an epic joke it, on the Golden Globe. Not only was it an epic joke, but Seth Rogen, actually, now since that happened, some uh, uh, claim surfaced that uh, Seth Rogen was on with uh, Howard Stern a couple of years ago, and he was talking about the time that Tom Cruise tried to recruit both him and Judd Apatow to Scientology. And what was that? Would that have been like uh, 10 years before? I'm trying to think what that movie, because I, I remember seeing that interview um, and what, what the movie was, because they had a specific movie. Oh yeah. I think it was, uh, would it have been uh, um, uh, Tropic Thunder? Tropic Thunder yeah, was the so one that's that's like the, 15 years I think Judd Apatow did that one. Although I don't think Seth Rogen, did he make an appearance in that one? Yes, I think he did. He yes, did. Absolutely. So that so was the movie. That was the movie. Yes. Because Tom Cruise is not publicly associated with Scientology mm-hmm. for 10 years now. Got it. Oh, okay. wow. He is, remember when he yep, was yep. like everywhere on it? He has not publicly said a thing about it. So Tom Cruise gets nominated. I mean, now with uh, Carmichael's joke at the Golden Globes saying, I mean, we could trade these in. Where's Shelly? Yep. Someone has got to figure out a roundabout way to bring up Scientology to Tom Absolutely. Cruise. I yeah. agree. Well, like, we give him so much wiggle room with a yeah. lot of things. It's like... Does he want a, a you know a place to and, a platform? Then then answer some questions. And Spielberg, you know, they had beef on War of the Worlds because that was the year that Tom really got unleashed out of the closet. Yeah, and that was the last year supposedly Tom Cruise was allowed to have Scientology booth on location with Ooh. the crew. Okay, mm. he used to be very. Um, a big proselytizer on the set, gotcha. and he's walked back all his public things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
which is yeah. why Hollywood was so uncomfortable with that uh, terrific joke right before yeah. the Top Gun guys came out. <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, to, uh, Seth Rogen <laughs> goes on to uh, say about this quote. He's like, all Tom said is give me 20 minutes. Give me 20 minutes to tell you what it's like, and you will not believe your mind. No way. You'll say no way, and you'll you know be convinced. Now, uh, Seth Rogen did say he is a very, we- uh, he calls himself weak-willed and weak-minded, and he says, thank goodness that Judd Apatow was there with me, because as soon as this conversation came up, Apatow was like, uh, Tom, can we just stick to movies, please? Mm-hmm. And he kind of credits Judd Apatow as maybe keeping him out of Scientology. So mm-hmm. wild uh, stuff there. And then finally here, I know we talked about this at the top of the uh, first hour, and you both seemed like you wanted to uh, explore it a little deeper. So okay. let's do so. Shannon uh, Bador uh, dumping her boyfriend, John Jansen, after four years together. together. This, of course, the uh, Real Housewives of Orange County star. Uh, what say you two? You said it's a working... I think Shannon wanted to get married, and John uh, said no, I don't want to get married. I think that he has been sleeping around on her uh-huh. for probably, I would say they've been together for three and a half years. I would say four years. He's been sleeping <laughs> around. He is so not into her. I know. And I then know. they went through the pandemic together. And I think it was just a drunken on again, off again fight. They are sloppy in the way that like, I. Being on the OC, being a boyfriend on the OC was like a Tinder for him. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, that's even, what my theory about Brad Pitt going to award show solos. It's like a Tinder for it's him. It's absolutely. No, I think you're so right. That is a dating pool that is yes, quite unique. You can't even get unique. that on Raya. Right. Um, I, 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 there's all this allegations around him on every season that he was like trying to um, manage your money or manage something. Money. And then the golf, he was using golf to like, yeah, like wheel and deal with people and all these things. And like he Shady. got really involved in her company when it started doing well, like her f- weird food subscription flash freezing thing. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. Or her water. <laughs> yeah. Her water droplets. All the OC ladies and California ladies got into water. I know. And then none of them, yeah. like and None of them lasted. None of them lasted. Uh, it's a bad sign when I go, I think I own that sweater. Um <laughs> It's just, it's bleak. Her life is, she started out so fun. And then that, you know, her ex-husband, David, cheating on her, has just torn her from the inside out. And as it should. Like, it was it very was, out loud. It was, it was vicious. Right on the show. Yes, it was vicious. And then. She and Vicky have been the most humiliated. Oh, agreed. Yeah. yeah. And like, I actually feel bad for her. Like, she is fun, but I don't know how she can get back to that. Like, I think she needs to know the best revenge on David is to be fun Shannon again. Yeah, there you go. Listen so. to listen to Brittany. Oh, that's an <laughs> honor for no you problem. to say. Thanks, yeah. Mike. Mike, yes. we appreciate it. Yes, and, there's a look uh, at your, yeah. Well, I just, I was just oh, saying so this Jeff Beck thing. I just yeah, I know. believe it. Just horrible. Like I said, unfortunately, a sad little dirt alert there, but that uh, is uh, what we got right now. And all- Hey, everybody. It's Lori here for Learning RX, and there are seven locations for Learning RX in the Twin Cities and um, you know they have been helping kids with reading issues and specifically you know like when maybe there's been well there's dyslexia and you're they're mixing up their B's and their D's they help people but dyslexia is not about reversing letters in fact many young kids will reverse letters like B's and D's anyway when they're first learning to read they usually grow out of it and it doesn't indicate uh, dyslexia, but it is a diagnosed reading disability and it means that your kid's reading challenges are significant enough to be labeled 
as specific. But when you look at their overall cognitive skills, it's probably their processing sounds and decoding words. They can help with that. 952-949-6900. Hi, this is Ellen. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Well, I thought the vintage scandal should be because it's gone on long enough. But in the real housewives world, there's so much scandal. And last week, you know, Friday was Jen Shaw's sentencing and her not so amazing life (laughs) uh, coming to an end and sentenced to six and a half years uh, in a federal on a federal prison sentence which you serve 85 percent of uh, you keep informing me of this Lori, and it's not going to hurt any less and i get it <laughs> she is okay i want to clarify i mean i would like to apologize okay i'm just wondering i write, I write I'm wondering hard for if her this is the most i guess it's a tie because we don't know yet but is is this the most scandalous thing that a housewife has been involved in jen shaw Show's only been on three seasons. Yeah, I would say yes. I think the fact that, like, it's not, like, eh. it's rare that the wife steps up. And this is a direct like connection to the wife. This isn't my husband had me sign forms or my uh, husband was this and that. And this was doing the, yeah. Jen Shaw's company, Swindling, um, are vulnerable citizens. And I know that I've gotten, you know, a lot of blowback being like, you know, you can't think she's innocent. I would like to go on the record. I've never thought she's innocent. I'm just going to miss her. Like season one and two of Jen. Yeah. Was Shaw amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even the SWAT team busting that van was one of the most insane things I've ever seen on the housewives. And that yeah. is saying something. Yeah. So I'm ready to let it go. I'm I'm not doing hashtag free Jen anymore. Oh, I would hope not. I'm totally kidding. Yeah, yeah totally she kidding. She was selling. I know. I not, know. You know, all this, all and this stuff. I mean, and the judge even asked her something like to the effect... Well, have you, is that how you're planning on paying back some of the money? Because I saw that you were selling yeah, free this shop, merchandise. Yeah. And well, I'm, you know, I'm hoping, but I, I guess legally speaking, she has the most. She and maybe Anini leaks for a different reason. Yeah. Um, suing Bravo. Yeah. Um, and then and then dropping that, and I don't know if that meant it got settled or Jen Shaw. I mean, that whole thing had everybody shook. That that was the craziest. The way that the SWAT teams came down while they're filming. Yeah, there's. No, I don't think there's anything on that level, like you yeah. said, business wise. Yeah, as scandalous. And I, but we got a lot of good ones. Like a lot of really good. There's ones. a lot of like you know lighter scandal that happens. And Ellie, I don't know if you're a housewife fan at all, any way, shape, or form, or just here and there. I follow it enough. I'm following follow it enough. It I've enough. always been a Bethany Frankel fan, and I like Andy Cohen and watching yeah. the post show. Well, one of the things that I thought was really scandalous and ballsy as hell, and I never, never liked him, and since, since. Uh, you know, 2010, when Vicki Gumbelson broke up with Dawn, mm. she's proven to have a terrible picker when it comes to men. But oh. but she, she, um, I mean, I had a bad feeling about Brooks from the get-go. It. Meeting him on the TV screen, and he faked 
cancer. Yeah. He faked cancer and huh. not not like he, not not Ellie like he casually mentioned it and, and like, like was having a lie. He had treatment, but like he, ongoing treatment. Forms were forged and mm-hmm. faked to yeah. bring to the front to the point where that reunion was wild because Shannon dropped bombs like crazy being like, yeah, that's not the imaging places protocol. I go to that place and these are all not real. That's a prolonged bad decision. Well, (laughs) and it was a five-year relationship with the cancer con artist. And (sighs) I will say that I always felt that Vicky, if I had been managing her, I would have had her speak to women getting con yes catfished yeah be, you know and she couldn't see it she really is can't she doesn't didn't have a clear picture of herself but he carried that cancer con artistry for five seasons if it, someone can do that they can literally do anything oh they're, you're right yeah, they're acting they're making up they're like pathological how well, good they are at this and there is a realm that um and she finally did dump him but it was i was gonna say it was after, after they found her, out all and that's where that, that i was gonna forever say for her to ignore four and a half years too late there is yeah. a route there is if you look at the timelines there is the discovery that he is does not have cancer and the breakup is not or immediately after. So there is a world where she is was so lonely and so desperate that she was like, I know yeah. you faked cancer, but let me fix those teeth, which is something she did for him. And right. he, like, it was wild. Right. Cuddle up. Cuddle up. Um, I thought um, the, I think my favorite, when I knew that I would be in love with anything that Nene Leakes would do uh. is in season one of Atlanta oh. when she told her friend Kim, close your, your legs, legs to married men. men. <laughs> oh, it's so, to this day, that is like, when like I'm having solemn advice to people, yeah. I'll be like, and always remember, uh, close, close your, your legs, legs to, to married, married men. men. I mean, she had more one-liners, yeah. a white refrigerator. And, and Kim <laughs> was, you know, she was, no, she wasn't, Maybe she was married to the guy who big lived daddy? in... Big Daddy? No, Big Papa oh, big was Papa. her boyfriend. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I think she was divorced from the girl's dad. Yes, yes, yes. And she lived in Atlanta, but that first season she openly lived as a mistress. Yes. And the guy was called Big Papa. It might have even been two seasons. We haven't had anyone else live... The oh. open mistress life. Well, I mean, I guess... Or have we? No, well, uh, Housewife Adjacent is Vanderpump Rules yeah. um, with the Randall... Um, yeah, but La, we're just La keeping Randall. in the real okay, housewives. If, if we're only in real housewives, I think you're right. I don't think there has been... No one else has shown... Because maybe in season one of Atlanta... They... And a little in Miami um, with Adriana, possibly. Possibly. That's going on right now. Yeah. But I, I think right. you're right. I don't, I don't... I'm trying to really rack my brain, and I think you're right. And that was right at the beginning. And it... I mean, the things Nini said, honestly, iconic. Iconic but, queen. I love her. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then it came out that he was married. And, you know, and then I think he dumped her. The arrangement ended. Yes, yes. The arrangement ended. But Kit Nini still has bad blood to this day. Oh, yeah. With those two. Because Kim, 
you know, split with Big Papa, and then she married the football guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corey. Corey, yes. And then she had the Don't Be Tardy for the show. Or, you know, oh, that's the, been a... And it was terrible, and I watched it, and you're welcome. I loved it, too. I watched it. The, the RV one was terrible. I watched it. It was yeah. at a bleak time, yeah. 2020. I watched it. I, I, you know, I can't even really say that Teresa Judice's uh, jail time was that scandalous, because no. it was like 11 months. And a, no, and it, you're right. It was like... A, I, the worst part about it is... And she paid every cent back, and she was being a blind wife and just signing crap. I actually think it's even more scandalous is when they were in, I think, Italy. I know they were on... They might have been in, like, Napa, but I thought no, it, was it was Italy. Napa. Yeah, and Napa. Joe and went, Joe was on the phone, and he's, like, talking to his Mike. mistress yes. at the time, a hot mic moment, and he's saying, my B a wife is talking to me, yeah, trying to talk to me. Yeah, my a wife. Yeah, and... How yes. she was, he was, and that that was probably that was the most another mistress moment. Or that mis- was a very scandalous moment, and it was, and and gave you a glimpse of how he talks to her. I think their relationship was one of those ones that was, yeah. I mean, and I have to touch on this. I will literally die inside if we don't talk about this. This is the most crazy thing. This is season three on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills when Brandy uh, during the season. Uh, spilled that uh, Adrienne Malouf had a surrogate for her twins. Oh, that's right. And they literally had to, in post, edit everything out because she sent a cease and desist on this information, even though it was true. So Bravo almost dropped Real Housewives of Beverly Hills altogether because it was so much work and the storyline did not make sense. If you watch season three, it's still edited out. Yeah. And it is true. She had a surrogate carry two of her ki- uh, her twins, which... Who cares? Mm-hmm. But they had to edit it all out of that, and where in the story does not make sense at all because they're like, well, what? <laughs> nobody says the thing, but they're mad because it was such a big plot the, part. That was it was like having Juicy Lucy Apple Goosey without Ye- that part of the well, story. Well, yes, right but now. we never got to say Juicy. It was wild, oh and so gosh. that's one of the ones you go, oh my good, there is a precedent for some po, you know, yeah, lawsuit stuff. All right, well, there you go. That's our scandals. The housewives have been around long enough. They qualify for vintage scandal. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay, we're going to take caller three at 651-641-1071. We have a pair of tickets for you to go see the Minnesota Wild versus the Philadelphia Flyers on Thursday, January 26th. We've got to be in town. Awesome. Third caller, 651-641-1071. Sorry, one more time. I interrupted you. Let's do the number again. 651-641-1071. Caller number three. We're not asking you to jump through hoops. There's no questions to answer. No, we say just call in. Hey, I got to give a shout out to something that's happening tomorrow night at the American Swedish Institute. It's an event for Ukraine. It's from six to eight tomorrow night. And poets and musicians, our people, Brittany, will gather at the American Swedish Institute to offer support to the people of war-ravaged Ukraine. Poets, Writers, Musicians Against the War on the Earth was formed five years ago by Ruth Bly, who's the widow of the poet Robert Bly, and herself a poet, James Lenfesti, Pryor Manfred, and others. So anyway, uh, for several years they've been, you know, gathering to bring awareness to something and now they want to put something together for the people of Ukraine. Larry Long, singer Larry Long is going to be there. John Munson of the New Standards. Dylan Hicks. There's going to be Ukrainian singer. It's a totally free. All the artists are donating their time and 
any money raised will go to the Ukrainian American Center. But that is a beautiful place. And if you've been feeling, you know, like Zelensky, Sean Penn came out to introduce his friend, President Zelensky of Ukraine last night. And he talked about it. And, you know, we need Ukraine to win. I feel very passionately about that. And, you you know... um, and the people are suffering, though. I mean, all of Europe is going to be suffering. The spigots of gas for Europe are being turned off like two hours a day in all these different countries in Europe. Yeah. Because the oil, that's what... Putin is gambling to the ends, you know, that he thinks he can just come in and take over. It, it we do not this live new country. We do not live in an isolated world. Everything affects no, everything, it and, and it's that's couldn't be more true than yeah. now. So, and and the Ukrainian people are just like it's amazing, uh, you know, uh, what what they're going through, and and but it is a struggle, and maybe you can help. And I like the idea of. Poets and musicians gathering at the American right? Swedish Institute, and it's uh, tomorrow night from six days. So Very cool. Let, Glad you gave us the heads up on that. People know about that. Now, on the shallow side of things, we of have posted the best dressed uh, celebs at the 2023 Golden Globes. We also posted an amazing picture of Brad Pitt and Austin Butler giving us father son vibes mm. with the same haircut. Yeah, about the that. same beautiful faces. I, they're cute. I mean, they are, and cute is a nice way of saying it. They are. They're hot. They are. Fine. Austin Butler is so good looking, and I, I love his Elvis posing. Even how he holds his hands, you know, because Elvis was a hand holder because, like, when he would pose, because Elvis liked jewelry. Mm-hmm. So he wanted people to see his rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his bracelets. So he, and he wore quote-unquote, blouses unbuttoned down to here. He and Prince both had that. They liked that style of dressing where... And I do, too. I do, too. I love it. I get it. Yeah, no, I... I mean, Donald Glover last night at the Golden Globes in that, like, smoking jacket. Yes. The flowy shirt. And then Jeremy Pope was also a guy that looked really great. And Jeremy Pope, is that the one from... Introspection is the movie. I haven't seen it yet. He looked good. Just because we don't usually talk about the guy, I liked what Eddie Redmayne. Uh, wore. His was tailored to the nines. I like have he's he- so slim, and we've seen him in person. He here's the thing: these people are all so skinny. I know you would be shocked. You would be shocked. I think if I, you saw them in person. Everybody, I, everybody looks like they could easily gain fifteen to twenty pounds for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, they these people are so so thin. And Eddie Redmayne, he had just these beautifully tailored, like wide leg pants, kind of a chocolate brown. It was so good, and he matched his wife's dress that had pockets. Yeah, I love it. That was kind of a low back. They were a beautiful couple, mm-hmm. Hannah. Hannah, his wife. I don't know if she's ex or what. I don't know her deal either, but yeah. But he's getting nominated in the movie category for the Netflix four-part series called The Good Nurse. Okay. Which always flabbergasts me that that's included, you know, like that he was included in that company. I don't, I didn't get that, but. Yeah, it blows me up. Like the whole, the organization we have, somebody needs to go in. It's like 
We need Marie Kundo to come in and organize, <laughs> organize some of these the, awards. These award ceremonies because I feel like we're trying to we almost have to get rid of all the titles and change them. They've okay. been saying that. There have been talks about needing to like redraft the category specifically for the SAG Awards. Like, yeah. yeah. They sound crazy, and they don't always match what they should be. It's wild. Anyway, so Brad and and Austin are posted, and, uh, you know, Lisa Marie and her mom, Priscilla, kind of went viral last night because the camera flashed to them at their table, and they both were crying and doing the I love you to Austin Butler because imagine Elvis is your dad or your ex, and, you know, he's been like a joke, a caricature. Yeah. People think, you know, think of him as a fat guy. Got, not appreciating for him for what a soulful, amazing... Yeah. He was mistreated at the end there, for and sure. It, yeah, also, and just, in death, and in death, much like yeah. Whitney. You and, know? and that's why I want to see this Whitney Houston movie, because we have to lift up these people that have this kind of extraordinary talent. You also, know? like, they so much. Yeah. They've known this... Uh, they've known Austin Butler for over three years, and so it's not even just like I'm sure the depiction of that of him, you know, of Elvis is Which, a big part. Yeah. But I'm sure they just felt so ha- proud and happy for Austin Butler as his own person. Well, and and because they didn't know, they didn't have any kind of they didn't know what Boz Luhrmann was going to do. Yeah, you know. They don't, they didn't have, it wasn't the rights, like Priscilla, Yeah. the uh, Sofia Coppola movie that's in production right now, that is based on Priscilla's memoir. She sold that to Sofia Coppola. She's probably a producer. It's all stories from her book. The Elvis source material hmm. came from Bosler. Yeah, they, they put it, they had a mind. lot, they, it could have gone a lot of ways yeah. and they're probably just very yeah. thankful for the way it did. Anyway. Love it. Brittany. Now get your bowl See you on. tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and also, Ellie, thank you for being here today. We oh, really appreciate anytime. you. Oh, anytime.